0: It's time for the Crandall Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Spencer and Mike, my name is Ace Bondaloo. This is Crandall
0: Mania podcast episode 29. How you doing? Very bund. How about you? Uh, I'm doing
2: all
1: right, Spencer. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a while since we've done the podcast. It's been a while.
0: Yeah, uh, life happened, you know, uh, Father's Day and a couple of other things going on. Things are getting back to normal, Not, not fully, but a little. So yeah, the insiders have been busy, but we're back. We're back and Adam and excited to talk about a lot of wrestling.
1: Housekeeping. Spencer, have you done your punishment matches? What do you think at this point? Maybe you did them on the weekend and I didn't know.
2: I was supposed to and then I didn't. Oh, so, yeah. well, I'll have you know that I did my punishment match. Oh,
1: very nice. Do you remember what it was? Uh, was it the Natalia Becky Lynch one? Or was it the review of the main event? It was the review of the main event. Uh, that's right How'd that go? I didn't re-watch the movie but I reviewed it and to be honest I couldn't remember much about the movie I it was only about a two, it's a two minute review <laughs> and uh, the movie is just really about this kid who gets a mask he wants to be a wrestler he's getting picked on in school and he wins a tournament and he shows everyone that he is the character behind the mask and He's got to go to school, though, at the same time, so he lets Smooth Operator Keith Lee win or whatever some bullshit. The writing is just atrocious in this movie. It's the worst. <laughs> like they care, the, act, the actors aren't bad. There's good actors in it, but the writing was just so bad. Anyways, here's the Ace Bondaloo review of the main event. WWE Universe, get ready to meet the next great superstar. Yeah.
2: You're going to be late.
1: All right, kiddo. Time to get up.
2: I'm up, Dad. He's already
1: up. The main event. The 2020 film directed by Jay Carras. What a film. It's about a young kid named Leo, I believe, from what I saw. Uh, he's a dream of being a WWE wrestler. They really don't show what it's like to be a wrestler, like fighting with my family does. Um, and here's the thing. This movie... It's got some good actors in it. If you actually go and look on the IMDb, uh, you'll notice that the kid, Seth Carr, very good actor. He's been in Black Panther. He's been in tons of stuff. He's a good actor. Ken Marino's in this movie, great comedy actor. Adam Pally's in this good actor. Even The Miz acts better in WWE TV. The writing for this show is just so bad. Hashtag, I'll fit up the day. Hashtag vintage store owner. And hashtag blessed. Post. Grandma's about to be an influencer, baby. And how was your day, Kid Chaos? I'm the usual. Uh Uh-oh. Was it Trevor?
2: You just let me know. I'll come up to that school and open up a can or you know what.
1: Uh, Anyways, the kid gets a mask. He wins some NXT competition. He gets a contract. Keith Lee is named the smooth operator at some point. I mean, if you want to watch a movie where an 11-year-old... Beats Otis in a match. This is for you. If that's for some reason what you want, uh, this movie is for you. I believe the highlights I liked were the fake wrestling names. Otis was Stinkface. Mia, Yim was Lights Out, Leslie. Keith Lee, Smooth Operator. What a good name. Uh, It was just so average. It's the most average film you could possibly watch. Like It's not terrible. It's average. I believe it was also filmed in Canada, too, so there is that going for it. The main event. I don't know. It's a movie. And by now, they will have heard the review of the main event, and uh, you guys will probably have to check that out yourself <laughs> and go right. and listen. I, I, I think
0: will. I will. I might pass, but thanks for the offer.
1: It's a, good, it's a good review. I, it was what the people wanted. It was what the Cruddle Maniacs, uh, Cruddle Maniacs asked for. It's true. He's got a point. That we're asking. And that was the cracking of the beer. And that means it's time to break down a whole week of wrestling. And we're oh. going to start it off with AEW Dynamite. Does anyone have the results pulled up?
0: Uh I don't have them pulled up. I can uh, can get the results <coughs> on the most portion of my phone. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh hopefully this is from this past week. Man, my memory's so bad that uh I might aw oh. yeah, okay, here we go. I got it. Crandall, Mania, AEW review. So, just quick results from the new show. Kenny and Hangman Page defended successfully successfully defended the tag team titles against QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes, the Natural Nightmares. Anna J lost in a squash match against Abaddon, which is a new. Both of these wrestlers are pretty new. Both have had matches with the company though, so. Cool. Colt Cabana got a Dark Order letter. He has a match next week with, uh, I think, Evil Uno. uh, And Anna Jay, who lost was carried to the back, too. MJF and Billy Gunn, it was a victory for uh, MJF. Interview with La Sex Gods. uh, Interview with Britt Baker. Big Spool behind the wheel. She steals um, the... She she stole the vehicle that Britt Baker was being driven in with her injury.
1: It's like a golf cart thing.
0: Thank you, yes. And she was tossed in a dump truck. Uh, so that was incredibly freaking funny. We'll probably talk about it later. Um, Cody defended the TNT Championship against the debuting Ricky Starks, formerly of the NWA. where He was a TV champion. I know our boy Ace is a big guy, NWA guy. Hey. And uh, yeah, I think that I might have, I probably forgot a couple of things. Oh, the, uh, the best friends. Uh, oh, sorry. Um best Uh, ones beat
1: the sex gods after orange cassidy helped them win
0: yeah there's that but there's also the worst match of the night which was uh a super bad death squad versus the young bucks Uh, and i'll talk about why i hated that match but the young bucks won uh won it and yeah that was the whole show
1: i really didn't like the opening tag match because it was for the titles was it not
0: it was number one contendership was oh sorry no yeah it was for the titles natural night was that
1: the tag team titles, they just get, like, who even cares if you have the number one contendership? You'll have a title shot next week. like.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. It's like they've got they had best friends, number one contenders, then they had the, like, it's so clouded, two straight title it no matches. Sense. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of shit going on there for sure. Um, and I don't know. I, we'll, we'll get into it, but I really like Natural Nightmares, Dustin, and uh, QT. Like, that's my favorite thing in the tag division right now, personally. I love it. I love the storyline with Ali. He you looks know, a, like he's
1: a natural nightmare boy. Spencer, what did you think of that? What did you th- What do you think
0: of AEW? Of...
1: Yeah, um, I thought it was cool that the Dark Order came out and uh, took Anna Jay, and so another recruit for the Dark Order with Brody Lee. I thought that was cool. Um, I liked Orange Cassidy's interference, of course, in that match. Now they're gonna have a, uh, He's gonna have a match with uh, Jericho at Fighter Fest. Um. Abaddon freaked me the hell out. Oh, yeah, like, buddy. That thing was spooky, 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 hell? spooky, spooky, spooky. Scared me. So yeah, freaky.
0: Yeah, I, I would third that, but I actually dug it. A
1: Halloween. Accurate. Could have so a accurate. The name Abaddon. It just sounds like a bad one. That's what I thought it was. When you sent that in the group chat, I was like, did he just mean to say a bad one, but he wrote that in a rush? Nope. I spelled right. <laughs> and then i looked and it was actually abaddon and i was like oh no doubt <laughs> okay and then i was like how do they say it though watch the episode i was like oh abaddon it is never mind never mind i'm yeah, here for it know. i'm in i'll say it's unique for sure <laughs> it's more believable than the chris statlander gimmick the show I'll be honest, my first thought was, like, this is just more intense Nikki Cross. And then I was like, well, this is better than Nikki Cross. Scarier than Nikki Cross. It's spooky. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's what I liked about AEW, though, this week. It was a good show on, on Wednesday, though, I will say. Well, with that, let's move on to NXT. Spencer, do you have the NXT results? I do, Indeed. He oh. does.
0: mania nxt review
1: this is part of the podcast when you hear this you know you're when you hear this again you know you're at the right point anyways hi it's ace bondaloo along with spencer and your boy mike and we just have to tell you something before we get into our nxt review (laughs) uh i read the wrong review Yes, if you proceed listening for the next little bit, you're going to hear the wrong NXT. uh, (laughs) You're going to hear last week's, but we don't realize it until a little later. If you want to know where we are now, just listen for this conversation again. Are are you good? We're good. Go ahead and do it. Okay. Um, NXT on Wednesday. Adam Cole started the show, but uh, he got interrupted by Loomis, so there's still some sort of Thing going on with them. Um, but uh, anyway, so that was the first segment. Next match, first tactical match on the on the card was another mixed tag between Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Keith Lim, and Mia Yim. Uh, Gargano and LeRae get the victory over Lee and Yim um, due to some Healy tactics, of course.
2: Uh,
1: Indish Shur is up next against local competitors this doesn't even give them names. Um, so Indischer won this. <laughs> it's really pulling for local competitors. Yeah, those local competitors, man. I thought they had this. Um, Still love them. Oh, Brizango are going to change their image, so I think they want to come across a little more serious. They're going to try to because they came up short on their um, title uh, attempt. Uh, they lost to the Imperium, I think. Yeah, that's them. Anyway, uh, Finn Balor versus Cameron Grimes. It's ver- grime time again. But uh, Balor beats Cameron Grimes again. Uh, clean for him when he calls out uh, the North American champion, Keith Lee, after he wins. So, more to come on that, I believe. Sorry.
2: Grammarific. Uh,
1: right? Um, Dakota Kai, Casey Catanzaro are up next. And Dakota Kai is still one of my favorite uh, heel women in the company. Um, she's she's great. Uh, and she beats Catanzaro uh, tonight um, with some help from Raquel Gonzalez, as always. Uh, El Gio Del Fantasma really, truly becomes uh, Santos Escobar uh, and beats up Drake Maverick. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Hopefully, a Santos Escobar thing is very cool. Um, So, Cole versus Loomis is up here and uh, up now because they teased at the beginning of the show. Uh, And Adam Cole beats Dexter Loomis at the end of the show. But uh, the big news coming out of this um, is that next week, or this week, I guess, coming up on NXT, uh, they're going to have a three-way... Uh, match for the North American title, and then whoever wins the North American title gets to face Adam Cole uh, for the and uh, for both belts. So the winner will then have two belts on them, no matter who wins. So I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, Keith's going to win. Keith, you think it's going to be Keith double straps? I think it's going to be. Smooth operator himself, Keith Lee. I would be all for Keith Lee.
0: Anyways, all... roll on
1: with the results. Keep it rolling. That was don't the slow end. Down. No, Adam Cole, that was the end. That was the end. We're done. We're done, done to Yeah, smooth operator, boys. It's going to be a two strap boy. What do you have to feel about that, Mike?
0: I, uh, I could dig it. I don't care if it's him or Finn, either one. I'd say I would I'd like to see Keith Lee get that Dubsky though. Um did we talk about the women's tag team title match?
1: Um apparently that wasn't the right what Oh that, <laughs> uh so that NXT that uh, I just read all of was June 10th. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> how, how did none of us realize that all the way through we, um, so? we oh go. My That's why this
1: confusing. <laughs> <laughs> is confusing. the most...
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Ooh. Okay, do a real quick recap on this one. So this, this one is – I found – it's now – I'm confirming this is the 17th version. Um, <laughs> Brizango Imperium is – I know, right? Uh, Brizango Imperium was the first match, and I spoiled it. I spoiled this one by saying Imperium wins, but Imperium wins. Um, Damien Priest and Killian Dane have a match. And hey guys, wait, wait, wait. One moment. Oh, one moment. Pause. Pause. Let's just all record a little message so we can play – before the NXT intro where we explain what happened. <laughs> this is part of the podcast. When you, this, you know when you hear this again, you know you're at the right point. Anyways, hi, it's Ace Bondaloo along with Spencer and your boy Mike. And we just have to tell you something before we get into our NXT review. <laughs> uh, I read the wrong review. Yes, if you perceive listening for the next little bit, you're going to hear the wrong MXT. <laughs> uh, you're going to hear last week's, but we don't realize it until a little later. If you want to know where we are now, just listen for this conversation again. Sorry. What's up? You're back. Hey, you're back. You're back. you're back. You're back. You're back. What's up? We're Spencer, continue back. on with the uh, review. Okay. Or actually, uh, just quickly recap. What, what match did we just talk about? Damien Priest beat Killian Dane. Um, okay. Aaliyah beat Xia Lee. Uh, this had mm-hmm. something to do with uh, Robert Stone getting involved, I believe. Um, and, then, and then they had the, uh, the big segment where they, they set up the, uh, um, the winner-take-all North American title and uh, NXT championship match. So they set that up there. Uh, and there was a Dakota Kai versus Caden Carter match, uh, and Dakota Kai won that one too, so two wins in a row for her. Very cool. Look um, that. Yeah. She's yeah. killing it. Bronson Reed beats uh, Leon Ruff uh, in a match of guys that I've heard of before. Uh, actually, that's, that's not true. I have heard of Bronson Reed. That's not fair. Uh, You're a Bronson boy. I know this. Anyways, Continue. Uh, Santos Escobar makes a statement uh, at the hands of uh, Drake Maverick again. So clearly, he's just beaten down Maverick for a bit. And then Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Tegan ha- uh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart for the uh, women, the tag women's titles. Um, and the winners were unsurprisingly Bailey and Banks because they're on a hot streak right now. now. This is what Mike wanted to talk about. Uh, so, Mike, what'd you think about that last match?
0: Yeah, great stuff. I really feel like they should be like I heard that Vince is on uh, taking more control over the brand now, so I think you're going to see more main roster wrestlers on NXT more often now. That's going to be Vince's strategy. So I think this was kind of the start of that. It was a banger. I love this match, dude. And a big reason why is Tegan Knox. Holy Hannah, Tegan Knox is a, a specimen in the ring. She's a uh, very unique, one of a kind. She just has this look. She looks like a star. Tegan Knox for NXT champion. That's all I have to say.
2: Ooh-wee.
1: Ooh-wee.
2: Ooh.
1: Ooh. Okay. Spencer is a Bronson boy. Anyways, continue on NXT. That was the end of NXT. What are your thoughts on NXT, Ace? When did you start liking Bronson Reed? When did you start knowing about him? I just heard about... I, from NXT. He's been on NXT a few times. I just know who what he is. What do you is. think of him? He's a, he's a big, beefy boy. I think he needs to work on some stuff, but he's pretty cool. I kind of like him. I don't know much about him. I'm a huge fan. He just looks cool. I like his look.
2: He's a Bronson boy. Mike,
1: what did you think of
2: NXT?
0: Uh, anything involving Dexter Loomis is my favorite part of the show. He's a big reason why I even give a shit about the brand. Like, the main the main event scene is good, but the rest, I think they have a bit of a weak card on the men's side underneath the main main card with some of the underneath feuds. I think they need to work on that a little bit there. Uh, I like Bronson Reed. He's a uh, badass. Um, from I can't remember. You're he's also from. a Bronson boy. I'm a Bronson boy. Yeah, I support Bronson Reed. They haven't given him a chance to shine yet. I think uh, over the next... If they give him a chance, then I think people are really going to like it. But I just haven't seen them do that yet. Maybe this is the start. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I don't have much to say. I thought this was a good episode. It was better than AEW, in my opinion. And I really like the uh, stuff they're doing with the double champ. Like, I think that's an awesome idea. I think all those guys, like, are legitimate contenders. And I just don't want to see Johnny Gargano at all. That's my... He's my least favorite uh, part of NXT.
1: We, we agree. Um, let's roll on to Friday Night Smackdown. I know Spencer has a lot to say about this one, but do you want me to do it or do you want to do it because I might fuck it up? I don't know. Oh. Um, uh, I'll say my bit at the end. You do it because I just spent a lot of time talking to you. all right it's friday night smackdown it's aj styles intercontinental championship coronation ceremony he's getting coronated he wants daniel bryan to wrap the uh, belt around him they have a bit of a a yap and uh, daniel bryan says how about you have a match against Drew gulak and then true gulak and aj styles get set up for next week for the ic belt And then uh, AJ Styles is talking some more. Matt Riddle shows up. Bro shows up. And he beats AJ Styles in front of the SmackDown roster because they stay outside the ring for some reason. And what a huge win for Matt Riddle. What a way to make a debut. Shorty G defeats Mojo Raleigh. And what can you say other than that's Shorty G. The New Day defeat Lou Cha House Party. The Forgotten Sons continue to be off TV. Sasha Banks defeats Nikki Cross. And that brings SmackDown to a close. There was stuff in between that I definitely probably missed. But what did you guys think of SmackDown as a whole? Oh, that did not bring SmackDown to a close, my friend. SmackDown's close was the best part. Here's the Firefly Funhouse. Did
2: oh, you catch yeah. the fireman?
1: This was good. Bray Wyatt's great. When was that? It was the, very, it was the last segment. They went, they, they went oh, off
2: dip. the air with it. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Bray Wyatt's... Uh, oh, yeah, and then, then we learned the that Fire Swamp Frame. Bray is attacking Braun. Yeah, the Eater of Worlds. The Bray Eater Wyatt. of Worlds is returning. I'm here for it. Uh, Mike, what did you think of SmackDown? I thought it was a really good show. I thought it was a really strong shine. What, uh, what was your stand-up hearts?
0: Loving SmackDown right now. Favorite show of any company or anything going on. Big fan. I really like the IC title match between Matt Riddle and AJ Styles. thought that was a great way to introduce Riddle right at the top of the mid card. Beat AJ. Huge. Huge W there. Uh, Excited to see where they go with that. And, yeah, I don't know. Just as a whole, I'm cool with it. I, I don't mind, like, I don't, they're they're in poor taste with the Sheamus and Jeff Hardy stuff, and they're doing like a toast to Jeff next week, whatever Sheamus is hosting it. But I'm still into it. Like I don't know. I'm trying to ignore the storyline and just focus on the two people that are actually wrestling because I like both. What about
1: Otis? What's he even been up to?
0: Uh, nothing for him this week, which is fine. Like you don't need to book the guy every week if you don't have a plan for him. Say they don't have some SummerSlam. So like just keep him on TV. There's enough compelling storylines going on on SmackDown where they don't need. Was to it have Mandy
1: him. and Sonya on TV though?
0: yeah they yeah. were they did a segment with two of them but otis that's why that's that's how they can keep it going right it's like because of mandy's association with otis he doesn't even necessarily need to be there but he's still somehow present because you know that those two are together so yeah i don't know i like it
1: yeah i just want to say like bruce
0: pritchard it's my favorite crap. show on
1: Smack it's my favorite show on tv right now
0: bruce pritchard like shout out to that guy he completely turned that show around like because when he inherited it, I hated SmackDown. That was the worst product on TV. They had Corbin and Roman Reigns on all those pay-per-views in a row. I just wasn't digging oh. it at all. And then that was a Bischoff was there. So then they took, uh, I think, no, maybe I'm wrong, whatever. Maybe he wasn't at that time. But uh, once they had Pritchard in there and they switched things around a bit, he's done wonders, especially for the women. Like the, I think the women's division is really strong right now. They, and, yeah, just shout out to him. Like, f- friggin' phenomenal right now. This is, like, this is the best product I've seen in a really long time far as i can remember like i actually enjoy or to watching smackdown every week I, I get the same feeling with aew but with aew it's different because you you feel an obligation almost if you've watched every episode like i have just to watch even if you're not really excited for it just because you want to support the show you know give them the ratings a little bit where but smackdown i'm like man i'm pumped to watch this show freaking excited and it and it yeah, man, drew gulak
1: the- next week buddy versus
2: aj You're going to be hyped for that.
0: Dude, that's going to be an unbelievable match between those two guys. And what if Gulak
1: gets the win? You're going to pop.
0: Pop heavy for that, but it's not going to happen.
1: (laughs) You never know, dude. If it happens, big pop.
0: I think think Riddle's getting it, though. I think Drew's going to... I think he is. And I also think that Drew um, will win uh, a championship at some point, like another, because he's already a Cruiserweight champ. I think he will win the IC belt, eventually. I just don't know when that's specifically going to happen
1: maybe next week
0: maybe maybe we'll see
1: you never you never never know well I think we should move on to Monday Night Raw what do you guys think let's do it mm-hmm. totes does
2: anyone have the results pulled up no I do yeah
1: okay yeah, I'll go with you I also have my results we'll, go to, we'll do this together and Mike can react
0: perfect Mania, rule, review.
1: Okay, uh, right on. Um, so opening segment was Drew McIntyre and the reveal of the trade. Oh, hold on, hold on, ah. sorry.
0: I hate to, I apologize. I, I can't believe I just agreed to that. I haven't even fucking watched the show. I'm an idiot. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I'll just react to what you guys are talking about. Uh,
1: That's what we just said you would do.
0: I know, I just zoned out and I didn't I didn't realize what you had said. I'm like, yeah. Th- okay.
1: I, I, you uh, just I'm, okay.
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm an
1: idiot. Okay, keep going. I'll just chime in at the end. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, right on. Um, works for me. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode were traded for AJ Styles. That is the big reveal uh, from the start of the show. And Ziggler says he is owed because he used to be buds mm-hmm. with uh, Drew McIntyre. He's owed a world title shot. So. They're fighting at uh, extreme rules, right on. Cool. Um, Sweet. That's a big. I hate that booking where it's just like, "Hey, here's bullshit. Here's just some nothing." Yeah, that's all Dolph Ziggler that's really lazy, is, man. He's not winning, He's not winning that title last hey, through. Sorry, just continue. I, we're look, 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 look. up, little little up. Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair had a brawl, correct? Yeah, they had, a, they had a thing that uh, Face Off and Nia Jax injures, uh, in quotes for this one. Um, she didn't actually hurt her, but hurts her shoulder. So, uh, Charlotte Flair is a title match against Asuka later on tonight. Um, but, yeah, Nia Jax is just beating up everyone <laughs> because she's Nia Jax. Uh, anyway, we finally get the Raw Tag Team Championship match that's been basically teased for a month. Uh, And the Street Profits win. They win, but after the match, they're attacked by Angel, Garza, and Andrade, who say they're on the same page 100% now. So we'll see if that's true. But Angel, Garza, and Andrade with the tag belts. Oh, yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down. Continue. Down for that. Um, Now we have the Charlotte flair Oscar match. Uh, This was a pretty long match. I watched this one. Um... And throughout throughout the match, it was clear that they were that Oscar was targeting Flair's shoulder. Eventually, she got her in the Oscar lock, and and Flair taps out. So Oscar defended her title against Charlotte Flair on television. I couldn't believe it. I thought I thought for sure for some reason they were going to do it. Um, Edge says that he has reawoken the rated-R superstar. Uh because before he was just le- smiley, happy to be there, whatever. Um, yeah, it was, I thought Edge's promo was pretty good. Um, Randy Orton, also fairly good. Uh, Akira Tozawa versus R-Truth for the 24-7 uh, championship match. Before the match can mm-hmm. even start, Big Bob Lashley comes down to the ring, smashes all the ninjas who are around Big the Bob. ring. Big Bob. Big um, Bob. Then puts R-Truth in his full Nelson, throws him around for a bit, Knocks him unconscious, in quotes, um, and leaves. And then Tozawa covers him and gets the, the belt. So Akira Tozawa is the near 24 7 title holder. Um, wow, electric. So much fun. Uh, Liv Morgan, Natalia is up next. Uh, they had a dispute after last week's thing, and Natalia has now become the. The over-arrogant heel who thinks she deserves to be the winner, leader, or whatever. Anyway, um, Natalia came to the ring with Lana, and that clearly distracted Liv Morgan a lot. And because of it, uh, uh, Natalia got her into the sharpshooter, and Liv had to tap out. So, ask me again how I feel about that, and I probably won't give you much of an answer. Uh... (laughs) The the ma- the segment of the night sarcastically. Um Ric Flair comes out to anoint uh Randy Orton as the greatest wrestler of all time and he gives him a big speech pumping him up, but boy, Ric Flair the character Ric Flair just needs to go home and just stay home and just come and show up to like WrestleMania once in a while. But he really shouldn't be on T V talking anymore. He's he's too old and, and too um just, he's just, I don't know, he shouldn't be there anymore. Anyway, Orton cut a whole thing about how great he is, and, and in the middle of it, uh, out comes the Big Show. Uh, the Big Show. And starts yelling at him, and, and he says he's gonna, for what he did to um, Christian and Edge, Big Show's gonna break every bone in his body. So I don't really get if this is now the next feud, but apparently it is. <laughs> So, hooray. Um, Women's Tag Team Championship match up next. The Iconics versus the Golden Role Models. I don't, I, that sounded official. They said it a couple times tonight. I didn't know when that, hit, that name became official, but I kind of like it. It works for them. Uh, and they did de- defeat the Iconics. Um, and after the match, uh, Sasha Banks starts to talk about how she wants a tight like two belts and, and is thinking of challenging for a championship yeah, match, but it's for Asuka's belt because psyche so for some reason I'm now, so here for that. I know I figured you would be, but Mike, uh, you here for that? Yeah, Sasha Banks wants two belts, wants the Raw one. Her and Becky, that'd be sweet.
0: Yeah, uh, yes, uh, three of the four horsewomen they're gonna be at the top of uh, at the top of the card for quite some time.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm getting over the fact that these, these two are just gonna keep winning forever. So I could see her holding. I could see her beating Oscar at uh, Extreme Rules, because Oscar came and accepted. Um, anyway, so Apollo Cruz is up next, uh, and then he uh, he joins MVP for the with M- uh, VIP lounge, and, and they talk, and he offers to MVP offers to help him out, and Apollo Cruz turns him down. And it says I'm not gonna. I've known people like you forever. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to change who I am or whatever. He was just so boring. Um, but he stayed a face, and then MVP revealed his true new client, which is Shelton Benjamin, and they came out and beat down um, uh, Apollo Cruz before the match, and then the actual match started. But Apollo Cruz still wins. So he actually wins the actual match, but uh, gets beaten down in the process unofficially, like not losing, but he, I don't know, it was all kinds of stuff. Um, and then the last segment was Rey Mysterio comes back with Dominic and it just turned into chaos. Uh, all the typical players come out to fend him off. Seth Rollins gets Murphy and Austin Theory and then himself and then the uh, the faces all come out, so it's Alistair Black and and Humberto Carrillo and and Dominic and all them, and it was just wild chaos basically for a while. But uh, it ends with the faces standing tall. So we'll see what happens next, I guess. Um, like, <clears throat> thoughts? That's Ace Bondaloo has a thought on how this is going down. <clears throat> Mike, you got a live react. <coughs>
2: so Extreme Rules is coming up, right? Yep. It's going to be Seth and his disciples against Humberto Carrillo, Alistair Black, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Dijakovic. That's what's you going want... to
1: happen.
0: Yeah, I think Dijakovic's going to be... A They're just going to
1: say it's a match against Dominic, and then it's going to be a match against Dominic Dijakovic.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I just got They're that spelling out. his name with a K now. His name's spelled with a C. I just noticed it.
0: Oh, I could see Ray's, that. Raised kids' I name is spelled
1: with a C. Why are they just spelling it with a K out of nowhere now? They always used to spell it with a C before.
0: Oh, man. That's hilarious. I did not think of that. And I, I'm glad you pointed it out, actually.
2: You think that could happen? Yeah. That's the debut. I-
0: I think maybe it's a baked thought, but I for sure think it could happen.
2: I think you might be right. It might be a baked thought, but who who knows? Mike, what do you think of raw?
0: <laughs> Sorry, you caught me mid-bite. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm eating a piece of chicken. <coughs> um,
2: you heard it here first. The kid likes protein.
0: Okay, so I loved the Sasha Banks challenge to Oscar because personally for me, this is just how I feel. But the three of the four horsewomen, Bailey, Sasha, and uh, Charlotte, they're in the age now where they're at the prime of their careers. Like, they are... are, All three of them are full-blown superstars. They are big money tickets in the women's division. So they deserve to be where they are. Like, they are the ones who are not fully, but heavily responsible for the women's revolution um on the main roster and they deserve this and i'm fine with it i don't care people can say all they want charlotte's overbucked. and they can say that oh we don't want bait and sasha on top for this blah 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 like they're the they're they're at the point where they're the veterans You you just got to prove that you can beat them at this point and so i love it and i hope sasha wins
2: He hopes Sasha wins. He's a Sasha boy. Me too. That'd be sweet.
1: I think that's what could happen. Uh, Raw was sweet, I guess. It wasn't too bad. Love MVP. Can't wait to see MVP. Uh, Hopefully get that third U.S. title run, baby. That'd be sweet.
2: Spencer, what do you think of that? Um,
1: meh. Apollo snooze, is how I feel about that. That's how he feels about it. Well, I agree with
0: Spencer. I agree with Spencer on that for sure. I that segment U.S. title segment sounds absolutely atrocious. Definitely gonna skip that part.
1: Okay, well, we now uh, transition from uh, WWE Raw to news, and in news, the Undertaker apparently in the last ride episode five. Says he's retiring. He's done. He's not no longer in the ring. I gave up on this documentary. I thought it was hokey. Mike, have you watched it?
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to be his retirement. He'll say it now, but he has a hard time saying no to Vince. And I think he deserves one last match. Like, mm, actually, maybe not. I did like the uh, art match, but no, I don't think it is.
1: I don't think he's retiring, Spencer. You don't think he's retiring either, do you? Mm, probably not but I think he's going to take a little while off. Uh, I think he should retire. I think he wants COVID. It's unfortunate that COVID is going on right now, so he can't retire. That's just the reality of it. Well, let's move on to our clapper, our crapper, and our knee slapper. We've got a wide variety to pick from. Who would like to go first? with their clapper the one thing in wrestling we like this week if no one has anything
0: i could go the clapper i will go first gladly and i'm going to say my clapper this week is dexter loomis's artwork Uh, in case people don't know he is an artist on top of being a wrestler and the, the cartoon sketches you've been seeing on nxt with him where instead of talking you just draw something Those are, that's artwork he actually did himself, including that trunk, one with the undisputed air in the trunk when he drove off in the car. Like it's super clever and it's a way to um, add levels to your character and like develop it without having to do anything too crazy. So thumbs double up in the air, two joints up.
1: My Clapper is Chris Jericho. I just thought um, how crazy it was to just be watching him wrestle. Right now, still at his age. And he doesn't look like he can go, but he still goes. He can still do it. It's crazy. And it's super fun to be watching him, and I'm really happy that he's on my TV. That's my clapper. I don't know. It's just fun to be able to watch Chris Jericho be Chris Jericho on he's a weekly much, basis. He's much better on your TV than, than outside screaming on, uh, about playoff wins, isn't he? That's correct. Amundo. That is correct. Um, I'll say uh, the return of um, the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt. That's my clapper. I think that's awesome. That is a good one. That is a good one. Are you guys ready for your crapper? The one thing in wrestling you didn't like this week? The crapper. Who would like to go first? I could go. It's pretty easy. We have so much to choose from.
0: Yeah, have at her.
1: The Viking Raiders and Street Profits. What a – oh, my God. Why put us through that again? The thing that I did like, at least the Angel Garza and Andrade thing could be happening. I'd much rather see them with the belts, and I would hope these two teams never fight each other again. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get that wish, Ace.
2: Feel you. Ugh.
1: Just I just don't, don't see, see it. it.
2: What's uh, your crapper, Spencer?
1: My crapper is the use of the Big Show again. Just let him go. He even had some line tonight about if you watched my show, the Big Show show on Netflix, like he plugged his own <laughs> terrible show. Did you guys know he had
0: his show on there?
1: I who 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 knew? Who knew?
0: <laughs> I think we talked about it once. I tried to watch an episode, and it was fucking terrible.
1: It's not yeah. good, man. I tried to watch a few one time as well. Yeah, it just it just sounds terrible. Those were interesting times.
0: Oh interesting yeah, times
1: were... in my life. Mike, what was your crapper?
0: Oh boy, I'm going with that tag match between the super bad Death Squad and uh I'm uh, not gonna mention the one guy from the Death Squad. That's a crapper in and of itself. But the match itself didn't like it.
1: Fair enough. Well, we move on to your knee slapper, who would like to go first with their knee slapper? The knee slapper. I can go first on this one. Sure. Um, in the uh, Les Sex Gods uh, Best Friends match, at the very beginning of <laughs> said match, um, you can see, I think it's Chuck Taylor, looks over at the cameraman who was Orange Cassidy and winks at him. And I thought that just, uh, like, just the fact that Orange Cassidy was there and that little thing there, I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, I, yeah, just that little wink. And the ending with that, Orange Cassidy. Man, I felt so bad for Chuck Taylor in that match. He just gets fucking grilled by commentary. They're like, Trent, the obvious star, the obvious stud. Chuck Taylor, the dead weight in this group, here he comes. Like, that's how they're, like, commentating.
0: He's a good wrestler, but the problem is JR is really familiar with Trent because he was in WWE when JR was. Oh, he just and... shits
1: all over Chuck Taylor. He's like, and I guess uh, here comes Chuck Taylor. Let's see if he can survive. Boy, he, <laughs> we wish Trent was back in there. Look at that stallion out on the ring side. <laughs> he, he literally sees, like, there's the MVP of the group you'd say, uh, Trent. Yeah, he's he that, that slob Chuck Taylor out there. He looks like a fart in the wind. I'm like, what a poor what a poor dude. Like I felt so bad for him.
0: Okay. So what do you think about this though? So so Chuck Taylor does not have a, a very good looking body. Let's just put it. No, that's rude. Um, he doesn't necessarily look like a lot of the wrestlers in the roster in terms of his body. You know, he's has got li- kind of a little bit more um, I don't know. He's he's not like he doesn't have like abs that you can see, kind of thing. Um, he's the Samoa so, Joe uh, yeah I know but like I'm just talking about in comparison to Trent it's just a very very distinguishable difference between the two of them and if you've never seen them wrestle which guy do you look at and say wow that guy is impressive just if you're looking you've never seen either of these guys.
1: yeah I just feel bad for Chuck Taylor man he just gets shit on him every night
0: yeah poor guy he's a great
2: he is a, he's a, with a microphone he's a good guy Kentucky gentleman Chuck E.T., baby.
1: What can you do without your Chuck E.Ts? Uh, did, did did I do my knee slapper? No, I went first. <clears throat> Man, I can't remember my knee slapper. I had it. Oh, yeah. It was the big show. <laughs> Just showing <laughs> up. It's the fact that the big show is there. And I was like, here he comes, being helped to the ring. The Big Show. He's <laughs> the Big Show. It's not. It's not cool anymore, man. It's not cool. Don't do it, Mike. What was your knee slapper?
0: Um, my, didn't hold on. Didn't somebody, Spencer? Didn't you bring up the Big Show for your crapper as well? Yeah. Man, just a whole lot of hate for the Big Show uh, in this one. My uh, knee slapper. I agree, though. I fucking the Big Show needs to just call it a career my knee slapper is seth rollins i don't know just like his promo was weird like his that thing in the back where like he's talking above the camera and it looks like i just thought it looked kind of fake like i don't know it looks like they put like dabber in his eyes too like it looked like he was about to weep uh it was very strange but i did find it funny so uh that's my knee slapper.
2: and he found it
1: funny well, now we move into what we had this week. Uh, gentlemen, I just had a vape pen of Blue Dream. Spencer, what did you have? Uh, I made a very nice fat uh, cone of Ghost Train Haze. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was heavy. It's like 23%, and it's, uh, I'm very high right now. All right, Mike, what did you have?
0: Guys, I got to say, this is probably the best combo I've ever had. I'm really liking it. So uh, tonight, I had a little bit of the OG Glue Sniffer, which is 20% THC, and uh, gives you a really perked-up high. And I combined that with a couple dabs from uh, my live resin. And I really want to shout out the brand, because this was absolutely spectacular. It's cookies flavor, chocolate chip cookie flavor. And I could, I'd like, I, you know, how I've said in the past that I can't taste the differences with weed strains for some reason. It just all tastes like berm to me. This live resin of Girl Scout cookies from Viridesco, I could taste the cookie. Unbelievable. And holy crap, it's 76.7% THC. And uh, I put, yeah, just a couple dabs on my joints. Poor like, oh, cheese, Louise. Really uh, feeling that one in a good So huge thumbs up. Vera Desco.
1: He's a fan. He's a fan.
2: Can um, I add we... re-
1: Oh, I want to add one review of cereal, if I may. <laughs> sure. Let's get that <laughs> cereal review in. Let's get it Gotta in. Got to get it in. I didn't get it in last time. But I had the chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. And mm-hmm. it was just okay. Uh, not too bad. But the good cereal to look for is the Oreo O's. My goodness, those are the best. they a little treat. There you go. I just wanted that out there, Oreo O's. Everybody have a hop of Oreo O's. Anyways, it's time for social media shout-outs.
2: Social media shout-outs.
1: First one's going out to Steven of Dogtown. Responding to Christian's return match was better than the Goldberg return matches we got. Hashtag one more match. He said facts. Absolutely. Day one right there. Absolutely. Another one goes to (laughs) at Shartzer John responding to our tweet tonight Seth versus Dominic. Dot dot Dijakovic. Yes, please. He's a fan.
2: He's a fan. You're fans.
1: Oh, and I wanted to talk a uh, shout-out to uh, Death to Deuce. He was sleepy the other day. Cool, dude. <laughs> that was his type of Sunday. That was my type just, of Sunday is what I meant to say to him. I want to give then, another uh, big
0: sh- shout-out to Death to Deuce, Duce, Deuce. I don't think he ever responded to it, so he's probably not even listening to the podcast.
1: Who, but if he, who knows?
0: If, if he is, he seems like a cool guy. Anyways, moving on.
1: We'd love to take you for, to brunch. And at Slim underscore Rizzle Mantis, uh, they said volcano and last year's mania. That's what they did on Sunday. So let's say you let's say your crundal maniacs be chilling, Mike. If you have any questions for the Mania crew, tweet us at Mania or send us a message on Instagram at Mania. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Crundal Mania Podcast episode 29.